ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Prayer is so multifaceted as far as its 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 benefits and effects. We see prayer as a as a means of getting, and you know, to a degree, rightfully so. But prayer is also a means of becoming. You know, like you know, like prayer is 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 life creating, but it's also um, life changing. dealing with the death of my grandmother and it was really hard you know my grandmother was the matriarch you know of our family and so you know not having her in our in our life you know was one of the hardest kind of realizations that I've had in a long time you know and so I found myself going to church and just like so many people do when they have that emptiness or they they just kind of fill that void with God, you know, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And I grew up in the church, you know, I grew up in a, a Baptist church. Uh, my grandfather took me and my my brother there every Sunday. And so I wasn't a stranger to church, but I was a a stranger as far as losing my way and not going back. And so I found my way back and I saw this guy on stage. His name was Darnell Barrett and he was a pastor, pretty young, about the same age as me. And um, I just connected so well with him and I didn't know if he would answer my email or not. And we, we go to Hillsong Church for those who are familiar in New York City. Hillsong is a worldwide church, actually. <laughs> uh, and we, we, he, I emailed him shortly after that and we grabbed coffee and we had a chance to, to chop it up. And here I am, somebody who hasn't even been a member, uh, who wasn't a member of this church at that time. And he gave me his time, his energy, um, and his focus, um, and really poured into me. And got me actually to stay and be more involved in that church. And so I wanted him to come on today's episode and talk, talk to you, talk to us, talk to creatives, entrepreneurs, whether you're a Christian or not, you know, how to weather these storms that we go through as people seeking um, a better life through entrepreneurship, a better night, a better life financially, right? A better life emotionally, spiritually? Um, and how do we pray during a pandemic? Um, how do we, you know, make it through these hard times? And so I'm going to talk about that at the end. I'm going to give my, my, my takeaways at the end, like I usually do. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Peace. at the next person especially with instagram and i'm guilty of it as well we start to scroll um and we go down that dark hole and we start to compare like we, you know my wife mm -hmm. and i just brought up 
bought a house and um congratulations man. thank you thank you man and, and for, for the first week it, it was the best thing ever and then we start to look you know, a couple of streets over and we see bigger houses and, and better houses. So we start to be like, man, we, we should probably start looking at other houses. And it's like, I mean, that, that's when we start to realize like, like wh- why am I in, in this house? Am I just trying to provide space and, you know, provide more space for people to come over and uh, for us to host, for us to be, um, you know, just to have people over or has this become about getting the biggest and the best? And, mm-hmm. is, you know, so that for me was sort of a telltale sign of like, you know what, like, I gotta, I gotta make sure that my security and work are, are, are re realigned to what what it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, that's so ill because it's like new levels, new devils. Like, <laughs> right. that's that's where it came, where that quote kind of originated. Because it's like, I, you know, even when I'm on like, you know, my journey and I get to, I get to a certain level, I'm like, wow, like I'm glad I got here. Like this is amazing. Right. Then right. I see somebody else who got just a little bit more, and I'm just like, right. right. Is it really that good? Like- <laughs> right, right, and that's. I mean, there's something. You know, uh, the Bible talks about how God has placed eternity in our hearts, so there mm. we, we have this capacity, um, uh, sort of a, a God-sized void in our heart, a, 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 a eternal void in our heart that can only be fulfilled um, and satisfied by something eternal. But sometimes, and more often than not, we try to fill that void that we all have if we're honest with ourselves with, you know, uh, material things. And again, material things in and of itself isn't bad, but when that mm-hmm. we start to try to make it fit into a hole that doesn't, doesn't, you know, that doesn't fit in. We, we start to, we start to realize, man, like, yo, like this is, there's something like, like you said, you get to that level that you've been craving for, that you've worked your butt off for, for years, you get that. And then it's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't what I thought. I, I have a, one of my best friends. He uh, he plays in the NFL, and he um, he all you know, and he, he won a Super Bowl, or whatever. And I was like, bro, how was it? It had to be the best thing ever. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I got the you know, we we finally won the game because you know the Super Bowl is the 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 that's the that's the ultimate yeah, thing, right? That's like the you game. you know <laughs> pee you know pee wee you know high school like you like this is exactly. like the ultimate <laughs> you know. And he said, man, you, you get to that, to that, to that level. And it's just like, yeah, but there's more, you know what I mean? Like this is that, you know, it, it, there has to be something else. And so like that, that's sort of indicative of the fact of what I was saying. Like there's, there's something internal in us that craves something internal out there. And um, it was definitely careful with what we try to fill that with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, mixing that in, you know, just to do a transition, you know, yeah. when we, you know, talking about these times that we're in in general um COVID-19 you know this is like a once in a 100 year event going on right now yeah bro and and almost nobody knows how to handle it you know it's like everybody's kind of no I don't want to say panicking but everybody's in a state of what happens what happens next And, and, and and so like where do we you know a lot of people turn to God. A mm-hmm. lot of people turn to the church, yeah. uh, turn to to prayer. And sometimes it's kind of hard, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I speak to a lot of, I speak to a lot of people who lost people, yeah. who lost loved ones, who lost um, friends, family, um, and they were upset. Yeah. And, 
And there are a lot of people who have questions like, well, why would God allow something like this? Mm-hmm. Right. And so how do you maintain, I would say, a strong spirit in times like this? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's a brilliant question, man. And, and, and it's a real question. And I appreciate that. And um, I think at this point, everyone knows someone um, that has been impacted by um, COVID-19. And, and, and even for me, like having family who have been impacted and, and as even as a, a, a leader, you know, having to walk people through these situations. And um, it's, it definitely takes a toll on me, you know, as a, as a leader, you know, as a pastor, you know, to hear these stories. And, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not excused from having feelings of, of real, of real doubt. But um, I think ultimately um, when I make a decision to, to follow Jesus, it, I, I, I take on this, this, this truth that I walk by, not by what I see, um, but by walk by faith. And, Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely do not believe, um, God has caused this virus. I don't believe, um, that this is in a judgment on the world. I just don't believe that again, that's something that you sort of get to look into when you have a relationship, but, um, but I do believe he, he can use it. And so, um, you know, how, how do I keep my spirit strong? I, I, I just cling, I cling to him even more. You know, I, I cling to um, his word. I cling to his promises. I, I remind myself of, you know, what he's brought me through in the past. I allow that to be the impetus to, to push me into the future. And, and I also don't underestimate the, the power of having people uh, around me who, who hold me up when I feel like sort of turning away, if I'm honest, like this. Mm-hmm something that comes with community that is invaluable. Um, mm-hmm. And one of those being um, the ability to hold you up, um, people yeah. to hold you up when you, when you feel like flailing. And so I think having a strong spirit um, is equivalent to having a strong faith and the yeah. things that you do um, to increase your faith is again, is, is to cling. And how do you, you know, and one thing, one of the biggest reasons why I, I even contacted you is you know, when there'll be times where, you know, and I'll use me as an example, but I'm pretty mm. sure a lot of people sit in my in my seat. Yeah. I don't know how to pray during times like this sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like what do I say? What do I ask for? You know, what am I what am I even praying for in, mm. in general? Um yeah. and so but there's no right or wrong way to pray, but how do you pray? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially when you bog down with so much emotion, so much grief, so much confusion. I'm going to use that mm-hmm. word. Yeah. How how do we pray when we're upset at God? Yeah. Well, um, again, you you know, you know, prayer, prayer is is, you know, in the Bible, um, the disciples simply ask Jesus. Teach us how to pray. And for me, that that's encouraging because we see that you know prayer is is a it's a learned it's a learned uh, thing it's a, a learn something that you learn it's not something that's necessarily innate out of out of the womb you, you have to learn and grow so mm-hmm. um, if you are discouraged about <laughs> even the, the fact that you even have to ask that question or maybe um, you're like yeah man like this is I should know how to pray but like no it's it's something that you learn um, but I, I think. 
to answer your question, you know, how and, and you know, get around the specifics of prayer, I think, again, you have to start um, with with relationship. I think if you, like, for, for example, you know, I, I grew up in a, a small town in, in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I would always have uh, my boys over. Um, and I noticed um, that whenever my my boys wanted something uh, from my dad, they would go through me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason why was because I had a relationship with my dad. Mm. And so because they didn't have a relationship with my dad necessarily, they were uneasy about requests. They were uneasy about showing emotion. They were uneasy about, um, you know, uh, asking anything because anything seemed outlandish and anything seemed wrong. But for yeah. me, that's, that's just my dad. And so I can come to him when I'm angry and I can come to him when, when I want something that may see, seem absurd because I know that I have that relationship with my father. And I think the same yes. thing is true when it comes to prayer, absence of relationship, prayer is scary. Prayer is, you know, you have to do it, you know, you have to walk this fine, uh, rope. You have to, you know, approach it a certain way but when you approach when you start with relationship and you start with the fact that all right cool god loves me god can handle my frustration he can handle my tears he can handle my outlandish request he cares about my 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 cold he cares about cancer he cares about my hangnail that there's nothing on the spectrum that i can't come to him about you have to start with a relationship. And so that's why, you know, prayer is not a cool thing that, you know, we see, you know, and not to say that athletes don't have a relationship with God, but I think, you know, we see prayer as this cool thing to do when you score a touchdown or prayer is a cool thing to do when you have, you know, the police behind you. But I think if we want to get the full sort of benefit out of prayer, we have to start with a relationship. Yeah, it was um actually, you know, I joined a connect group because of you. Um, and one of the it was this guy in the connect group uh, who said he he prays before every decision, whether wow. big or big or small. And I was just like, that's weird. <laughs> but then it but then it made it made sense. I was like, man, like this, this is because. I started to think about all the decisions that I make throughout the day and how God is not part of any of them. But yet these are decisions that are integral to possibly even my future. Right. And I'm not, and I'm not bringing, like I go to my, I go to my mother, I call my brother, I call family members, Right. but I'm not calling God. You know what I mean? And and that and it made sense when he said that because we I call on God only when I'm looking for like like you said like oh I'm in trouble or oh man I got this big medical scare or yeah. oh I got this 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 thing happening but I wasn't calling him for the small things and what I had to get used to was God wants to hear about the small things just as much as the big things right and and as well as man like prayer is so multifaceted as far as it's sort of uh, its its benefits and effects um mm-hmm. uh you know we we see prayer as a as a means of getting and you know to a degree rightfully so but prayer is also a means of becoming you know mm-hmm. like you know like prayer is 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 life creating but it's also um life changing and so i remember one of my favorite quotes is from um oswald, oswald uh, chambers brilliant brilliant uh, author um he said to 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 and I'm probably going to butcher it, but he says to say that, you know, prayer changes things is not as close to the truth 
as saying prayer changes me and then mm-hmm. I change and then I change things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. And that's just the beauty and the power of a relationship with God. Like, you know, oftentimes we, we, we see prayer, prayer as a means of like, I'm, I got to pray so I can get this or I pray. But no, like sometimes yeah. prayer is the tool that God uses to like the spiritual alchemy. Like he, he uses to transform our hearts and our wills and our minds so that we can then soberly and clearly move in the direction that he would want us to, to move. And so um, yeah. it, prayer is a means of getting, but it's also a means of, of becoming. And I, I think once yeah. we realize that um, it'll change the way we approach prayer. Yeah, because I, I think now, especially amongst entrepreneurs, and I see this a lot on Instagram and, and social media, people are really addicted to the getting part of 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 the yeah. of the of their relationship with God, and so to the point where that part overwhelms every other part. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's all about manifesting. It's all about yeah. abundance. It's yeah. all about just it's just blessing. Yeah, re- receiving, yeah. receiving, 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 <laughs> right. and. And when I learned that giving is the same thing as receiving, yeah, it changed my perspective because I got the same joy in seeing someone, seeing me help and be a be a vessel for God exactly. that I did as you know God actually giving to me. And so yeah, and I and I and I got the, the older I've become, I just turned thirty one. Man, the the older I become, man, I I don't. Like I, I, I'm, I'm human, right? Like I, I want things as well. I like nice things. Like that, that is what it is. But I'm, I, I wanna, I'm more interested in ha- like becoming a man. You know, like my boys, we're working through a lot of things, and mm-hmm. you know, they, um, you know, they, they, they're working through a lot of like real issues that men face, whether it's pornography, whether it's you know womanizing, whether it's you know drugs or whatever. And sometimes we, we get so used to like praying God, like, take this away from me, take this away from me. When God wants you, us to become a people where we're praying that God not take things away from us, but help me to become the person that doesn't want to do those things. Right. Mm. And so I, I, I value, um, you know, becoming more than I value getting things because I if, if I get all of these things and my character and my spirit can't handle it, then I'm in trouble. But if I become the become a person um, of character, become a person of integrity, become a person um, who can, you know, uh, do things the right way, when, the, when those things that I've been praying for that that I want to retrieve come to pass, mm-hmm. then, then it's, it's, it's a game changer. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. no, that's that's big. That's big. And speaking of becoming, um, let's turn let's turn the lens on you a little bit. You know okay. what I mean? Um, you recently just um, started a new relationship with your your birth father. Yeah, and so you know um, that was a big deal. You know, you were on Steve Harvey. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you know, it was on the television. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 every and your story became an inspirational story that you know, a lot of people in America saw, uh, and what, what was the, what was that becoming like mm. for you? What was that? How, what did you have to, to, to come get over or overcome and, and what walk with God, you yeah. know, that you feel like other people, cause I feel like there are people who might be in your same position. Yeah. I mean, so after, um, the so story goes after 28, 29 years, uh, I finally met, uh, came in, came in contact with my biological parents and had an opportunity to share that story with my church and, um, just 
so just mad love to to my pastors for just allowing that to allow me to share that story but um uh you know it, it's it's man you know it, it when all this came about um you know i had been looking for my biological family for years and um you know i was adopted at an early age in a foster care system and um yeah just something that i always wanted to do i just wanted to know um about my propensities you know i just wanted i, I for 29 years, never seeing myself in anyone, you know what I mean? Like never yeah. seeing my eyes, never seeing my nose in anyone, things that we so, we so often take for granted. Um, and um, I finally, you know, meet them and I found out, unfortunately, my mom had passed away from breast cancer a few years earlier. And, um, you know, I, I, when I, when I found, when I found them, I was very comfortable in my faith. Like I, I had like, you know, I just had my routine. I had, you know, my relationship obviously wasn't perfect, but, you know, I, I had my rhythm, you know, yeah. and th that, that, you know, meeting them, meeting my, my parents or meeting my, my dad, it, it, it certainly rocked me, man, because it, it challenged my faith in a way that it hadn't been challenged up until that point. Yeah. So when you talk about becoming, it, it was like a, 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 a reawakening of my faith uh, to a degree. And I had a decision to make, right. Because I, 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 I I speak about and I expound on, you know, a God who um, who gave his life to reconcile the world um, to to himself. And then now I'm having a real life situation where I had to work through reconciliation. Yeah. And and, uh, and 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 I, I, I came to know reconciliation in a real way, you know. Yeah. Um, reconciliation as it relates to, you know, my dad here, it, it's messy and it's, it's not always perfect. And then we go days without talking. And there's some days where I, I resent him. And there's some days where I love him again. And there's some days where I'm angry. He doesn't call me, you know, like there is mm -hmm. a, it's a myriad of emotions where I came face to face with this message of reconciliation. And I, I understand mm -hmm. this message of reconciliation. I believe in a way that I had it before. And so it is, it, it's, it's made me a better, a better man has made me a better uh, father. Um, it's made me a better husband, certainly. Um, and um, yeah, so it, it's it's definitely um, affected my uh, becoming in a, in a in a in a incredible way. And I, and yeah. I, honestly, bro, like it's it's not even you know we're in, I'm you know we're in chapter two of a you know three hundred and sixty five chapter book. You know what I mean? Like we're very <laughs> early, very very early on in this in this. And it's been two years, but um, yeah. we're very, very early on in this chapter, and, and it's and it's and it's tough. And like I said, it's it's messy, but um, you know, we we're gonna get through it, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and you know, first of all, you know, I'm happy that 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 has happened for you, and and I think by okay. showing that process, you know, it just shows that you know what God isn't through with any of us and yeah and we're always still growing, always continuing to grow. And I think sometimes I even fall into the trap of thinking that he is through with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bro, I think, no. you know yeah. and that's a hard trap to fall. That's a big trap to fall into. Yeah. Um but I, I try to keep going and, and one one thing I wanted to talk about because um I know I don't have much time left, but um I wanted to talk about being a vessel, you know, yeah. cause I know I, I talked about it earlier, but I want to dig a little deep because you are a pastor, you're a pastor here at uh, Hillsong, you know, yeah. Hillsong church and, mm -hmm. and you, and people come to you 
People yeah. come to you and, and they come to you with heavy problems, yeah. um, heavy yeah. issues, heavy challenges. Mm-hmm. That's energy. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes that energy can weigh on you. Sometimes it, you know, you have the strength to push it off of you, but, but, but it's your job to, yeah. to, to, to help people to be a shepherd. Yeah. Um, there are other people who, you know, who see themselves in that same way. They may not be a pastor per se, right? but, but they're helping family members. They're helping, you know, uh, friends, they helping, you know, loved ones, you know, whoever it may be. Right. It's a burden. How do you, how do you deal with that burden of yeah. taking on that kind of energy, but still kind of maintaining your peace in the process? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, um, you know, I, I, I have to remind myself on the constant that I, I'm not God, right? Like mm-hmm. when, when you're, um, when you're a vessel, it's very important for you to remind that, remind yourself that I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not saving anyone. I'm pointing to, I'm pointing to the person who's already saved, who's mm-hmm. already, who's already healed. And so that's very liberating, but, um, you know, reminding uh, reminding myself of that is something that I have to do daily because I take things personal, like I like and and like in, in the full sense of the word, right? Yeah. And so when when someone comes to me with an issue, like I I, I rightfully so, like I, I mourn with those who mourn, I weep with those who weep, you know, I, I laugh with those who laugh. That's just um, innately sort of the call of of real leadership is to mm-hmm. not remove yourself at a distance and, and create this distance between you and people, but to really walk slowly amongst the crowd. And, um, so I start there, Hey, I'm not God, but God has given me wisdom and, and, and whatever I need to handle this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, I think my, my, um, yeah, it's a few things. Number one, I'm not God. Number two, um, I believe that, you know, God has equipped, um, me for, for everything that I'm going to face. So he's given me a measure of grace. He's given me a measure of strength. So I, I have, I have exactly what it takes. I, I was in the military and, um, they would always, t- you know, tell us, Hey, check, check, check your bag, check your backpack, make sure you got everything that you need. Um, because we're going to be gone for X amount of days. And so I had to make sure that I had everything in my bag that is going to not just get me through these next few days, but that's going to, uh, you know, I had to pack abundance, and I, that's yeah. a, a, a really a, an idea that I, that I believe rings true for for us is that you know God has packed abundance for me um, on this trip called life. In this situation, He's 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 packed me with abundance, um, and then practically speaking, bro, there's you know sometimes you know I cut off my phone, and sometimes like you know <laughs> on, on on you know I have a, a day or so where I'm just like I'm not I'm not doing that today, and and that's and that's. Jesus did that, you know, as well, you know, after his, um, his cousin died, John, John the Baptist died, he, he went alone by himself to be by himself. And so I, I take those moments of leisure, you know, for me, that's sort of going to the gym and, and playing ball with my friends or lounging around, um, you know, with my daughter and my wife. And, you know, so I take those moments, but that you definitely have to have a game plan because if you don't, man, that, that, that this, the burden that we carry of leadership, burden leadership is a burden and a blessing if you don't have a routine to, to handle as a buffer it's going to crush you and so uh that that's that's what i would say to to you and to anyone else who like you know i talk to people all the time like i just talked to someone today who's you know responsible for bearing his dad 
who just died from COVID-19 and, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he, he's going through a lot right now. He's, he's the, the point person, you know I mean? He's, he's at the helm of the family, you know, drama. And, and he, so he's, he's feeling the brunt of it. And, yeah. you know, to remind, you know, so there's people like that who, who, who are, are, are in similar situations, but I would say that to them, like, Hey, you're, you're not God. You're doing more than you think you're doing. Uh, uh, you know, number two, um, God has equipped you for, uh, for exactly what you're facing to do exactly what you need to do. Number three, find some time for yourself, you know, do what you love, um, and, uh, go from there. Man, that's amazing. I feel like people are going to get so much value out of this, whether they, you know, are Christian or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and, for sure. But if people wanted to, you know, I'm going to ask you to pray for us, man, before you go, yeah, bro. Yeah, but, uh, before you, before, How can people get in touch with you, man, if they want to, if they want to, you know, um, be in your universe? How can yeah. they get in touch with you, man? Yeah, I would love that. Um, what's my Instagram handle? D is Darnell. So it's D-A-R underscore N. E-L-L. So that's Darnell. Um, you can also email me at Darnell.Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T at Hillsong.com. Um, our church is doing incredible with, you know, transitioning to, um, you know, digital church, you know, church online. And um, it's sort of uncharted territory for us. But, you know, I believe that um, this message of hope is, is really impacting um thousands of people and so all of that information is on my instagram and i can get you that that information through my email as well i'd love to definitely chat. definitely yeah. definitely i'm um, i stay i stay on there every sunday um, Girl, it's fun man a lot of fun on youtube i see you in the chat man you the moderator i'll be saying yeah, nothing right. i'll be quiet i'll be like you know bro you gotta show some love man show i will show some love this sunday i show some love um, yeah, yeah i would I w- end this off by asking if you can can pray for everyone yeah. Um, listening who are mostly, you know, creatives, entrepreneurs, yeah. people who might be dealing with COVID or yeah. just people who might just be going through anything and people who might yeah. still be happy, you know, whatever it yeah. may be. But just, <laughs> Absolutely. you know, I just would love for you to, to pray for us and take us out. Absolutely. Jesus, we thank you for um, this moment. We thank you for Anthony and this platform and um, just the fact you've graced this platform to to be able to reach so many people. Um, we pray for everyone listening. God, we pray for a fresh wind um, for our creatives, a, a, a fresh wind of creativity. You are the master creator. You created um, this heaven. You created the earth. You've created everything in between and, you, and you've done it in such a way uh, where it makes the, the greatest artist envious. And so, Father, you're the master creator. So we pray for a fresh wind of creativity over our creatives. We pray um, for uh, fresh inspiration for those who are frustrated, for those who are um, uh, annoyed, for those uh, who, who whose faith are, are in, in, in flux. God, I pray for a, just a fresh wind of strength, a fresh wind of faith, a fresh wind of wherewithal to continue to do what you've called them to do, Father. I pray that you will lift the head of the discouraged the weary and the downcast and i pray that you would remind those maybe they lost um loved ones in this um that you remind them that you're close to the brokenhearted and that you save those who are crushed in spirit and so father i pray that they would sense a very tangible sense of your your peace and of, uh, in your presence father i pray that you would just rest uh, on them in the name of jesus they would experience your peace that surpasses uh, all understanding that i i pray that this um situation would be a means to where people uh sort of take a look at their faith and they would take a look at the things that they've found security in and that they would uh 
place their faith and their security in you. Uh, and, and you're sure, um, you're faithful, uh, you're promising. And we love you and we thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That, was, that was dope, man. That was Thanks, dope. brother. I- that was different. <laughs> that was different. You know, this this journey that we're on, this no pressure journey that we're on, spirituality is a big part of that. And my spirituality, um, of course, is following the promises and the teachings of Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? And so um, if that's not something you subscribe to, I hope that you still got some value out of this podcast. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you right now. Um, just like, you know, I heard Devon Franklin say this one time and he said, I don't want to walk through any door my faith doesn't fit through. And that's my approach to entrepreneurship and, and everything that I'm doing. I don't want to walk through any door that I'm not allowed to bring, um, my whole self through and, and my spiritual self is part of me. Right. And so here are the things that I've learned from Darnell. (laughs) Here are my takeaways. You know, uh, I got a few. Uh, the first takeaway is comparison nullifies what you conquer. And so we've conquered so much in our lives. We've conquered so much what we've what we've overcome, our addictions, our struggles, our challenges. And the moment we start comparing that, we nullify the things that we've conquered. So just be careful not to do that. The second takeaway is material things can't fill voids. And so you know, material things they cover. You know, when you got a piece of material, um, you can cover a hole, right? And but that hole is still there, right? And so you can't fill it with anything. And 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 so uh the only thing to fill that with is spirituality, sometimes your faith, your belief, things that we 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 get from God or or whatever your your faith is, you can't fill that void with material things. And so another takeaway is prayer isn't meant to be perfect. And that's something that I struggle with. I struggle with uh, not knowing how to pray the right things. And sometimes I've wondered if what I was saying was even correct or, or valid or 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 meant meant anything in general. And so I learned that prayer doesn't have to be perfect. The other thing that I took away from this was the small things are the big things. And so when we are praying, um, don't just go to God with, hey, I need you to heal this big sickness. Of course, you want to go to God with that. But also, it's good to pray and and bring, um, I would say, mindfulness around the small things in life. You know, the, 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 the very small things, the very minute things you think that uh the most high doesn't care about he does um another takeaway is god teaches you how to fish this was my biggest takeaway from this this interview is knowing that you know it's not about god just giving you things right but the becoming right i want to become in the process not just be a person who gives and that takes me back to that old story it was like you know the man who teaches how to fish learns how to continue to fish and, and continue to provide for his his uh his family and his in his community but if you're just giving me fish i can't learn how to do it on my own and so i i love the fact that 
you know, it's not just about receiving, it's about becoming. Like, I want to become, I want to be a resource so that way I could continue to generate the good things in my life, right? Not just always ask for it to come, but generate it myself. And I think that that was the largest takeaway that I have from this from this um, interview. Another takeaway is, you know, rec- reconciliation is, is a messy process. And for those of you out there who are going through that, just know that it's okay for it to be messy. Um, but there's a becoming in that process, just like it is when you ask for things to, to, for God to give you things. And last but not least, protect your energy. You know, when when you're helping others and and just re remind yourself that you're not God. And what that means is, you know, control what you can let go of what you can't. Right. And and learn how to turn off those notifications every now and then. Those have been my takeaways from this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And make sure you go listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Um, And I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Shine.